Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's Insight Assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. <laughs> Mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts. MMA stands for Mixed Martial Arts. That's right. It sure does. Hope you guys all enjoyed UFC Vegas 40 multitasking i of course shared the wrong link <laughs> amateur so, hour come on heck i know Jeez. we need 8k there we yeah. go all right nope that's not a word <laughs> okay <laughs> all right we are here the tweet has been fired it is uh not the most fiery tweet AK will be disappointed, but uh, AK hopefully will join us in a matter of moments. It's the UFC Vegas 40 post-fight show. We're going to maybe try to combine these things, but we made a, an executive decision. We're just going to talk UFC Vegas 40, kind of a filler between that main event and the Bellator 268 main card, which is supposed to kick off in 12 minutes. But you know, if you watch enough Bellator broadcasts, that the first fight is not going to start probably to like 10.15 or 10.20 Eastern time. So we're good. I am Mike Heck. That is E. Casey Lydon. It's me. And you know, we like to have a little bit of momentum, some fun things to talk about. That main event? I mean, listen, Norma Dumont fought of the fight she needed to to win. It wasn't the most exciting fight, no. But she won. And she won four rounds, in my opinion. She won rounds one through four. Lad got some momentum at the end of round four. Won the fifth. But this is the Norma Dumont got the win. And that's really all that matters. And she's probably going to get a title shot after this, Casey. Even though it wasn't the most impressive performance, she's probably going to get a title shot. You think so? I mean, listen. This is... 135, 145, it's Amanda Nunez's world. They all just kind of live in there right now. So after Amanda cuts to 135, if she beats Juliana Pena, it's got to be her call. And her call will probably be, yeah, I want to fight again soon, but I don't want to cut to 135 again. So I have the second belt. I might have another 
maybe one more title defense that I'll ever have in this division. We actually have someone that you can argue could be the number one contender. I'll go fight this Norma Dumont girl. See what she's got. Uh, that's obviously, yeah, it's a good possibility. Um, it, it ain't going to, it's going to be a tough, even for a co-main event. I guess it's one of those, watch Amanda Nunes fight again one more time before she, um, you know, says happy trails to MMA. That, that's really the only selling point to me if you try to book uh, Amanda Nunes versus Dumont. Dumont, um, Dumont. But uh, yes, um, as AK would say, that was a fight. It was a fight. It was a fight. Technically, uh, technically, and, yeah. Yeah, she did what she had to do. Was uh, you know, it, and listen, I, I, I don't like being that guy. I don't like being the, you know, don't judge a book by its cover or judge a book by its cover kind of guy. Because normally, when we have cards like this, it's always you go in there with kind of low expectations. There's usually some fun finishes, like a whole bunch of them. And we're like, you know what? For a card that looked like this on paper, this was not that bad. This one overall, not great. It, it just wasn't that great. It seemed like, what did it start at four? So it was like five and a half hours. It seemed like it was a nine-hour card. It just was. We had some great moments. We'll talk about Jim Miller because that was awesome. And we'll talk about some of the other cool things that happened. But all in all, this was... Uh, Bellator, if, if Bellator officials are watching this card, they're like, oh, man, I think uh, I think we might be good tonight. Yeah. Um, it was a card that did not look good on paper. And as Dana White would say, don't judge a card till you know, you see it. And, well, now we're judging it. And it pretty much, um, I don't even, I'm not even sure I met those expectations. <laughs> it, yeah. Hey, you can't, you can't hit home runs all the time. You can't even hit singles sometime, you know, you you butt foul and strike two. <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, the good news is, at least for us trying to predict bonuses, I don't think we're going to have a fight of the night. There are four finishes on the card, so something tells me there's going to be four performance bonuses. Oh, okay. Carnalosi, uh, Batgari. Miller. Batgari is the official. Uh, Bruno Silva. Well, I don't know. Yeah, one I, of these guys is going to be out. Yeah, Jim I, Miller's definitely getting one. Okay, I, oh. So we'll, maybe we'll, Nate we'll, will get it. Yeah, I'm going for performance bonuses. Miller, obviously. Heck, Miller might get two of them. Just for the Miller should of- get four of them. <laughs> he might just get two. <laughs> Miller will get one, obviously. Uh, I think Lan- I think Nate Landwar should definitely get one. Um, especially coming him coming in as a big underdog. I thought he was gonna get whooped up tonight. Uh I wouldn't mind seeing Bruno Silva get one. And uh oh god, Dana has to get one. Good lord. Yeah. Oh boy. Dana has Dana may Dana back. Bakery, Bakery, Battery, Battery, Bakery, Batsgury, Batsgury. Yeah, I'm not sorry. I'm jumping around the card a little bit right now, but he made that fight look so easy and so uncompetitive. He probably will not get 50k because he made it look too easy. I, I know you know sometimes say, oh, he didn't even break a sweat. I'm not even sure he needed to even stretch. That self skill wise, he was just so far ahead. Uh, A very durable, very tough. Um, Brandon Davis. Brandon Davis, yeah, I don't think he's a you know a top 15 guy at all, but you always get a, a tough fight from him. And that was just, that was ridiculous. How Denar made that look, I don't, you saw, you, you, you watched the fight. It was just not, it wasn't even competitive. It looked like, it just, I don't even know. 
Yeah, that fight probably could have been stopped. I mean, it looks like it looks like he knocked Brandon out cold yeah. for a minute, and then like, but Brandon just had his wits about him and did not just because he's so he's so dang tough. I think it's that. his first time he's lost, and uh, he, I know he's lost some decisions over his career, but like, he's never been de- de- just de- demolished like that in what like two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. Yeah, he's never been stopped in the first round like that. Yeah. Not and that was right. That was uncompetitive. It was like it wasn't like he got caught in a flurry or something. He just. Yeah, it's so going to be interesting better. how they do the bonuses. Carnalosi was, yeah. was a comeback win, and, and Estella Nunes grabbed the fence three times. Uh, <laughs> and then Bruno Silva got kicked in the ding-ding three times. Three times, yeah. And great comeback. Uh, great comeback, too. That was a comeback, too. Although I, I thought Sanchez won the first and second round. Two judges disagreed with me, and they gave Bruno Silva the first round. I don't know what fight they were watching. I, but, well, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not too, cra- I'm not, I'm not, I know I saw people going kind of crazy on that. I think you, even you kind of were like, what the heck? But I didn't mind that. I thought uh, Sanchez's ground control was just ground control. And if damage is the truest criteria, uh, what they, how they um, judge fights, even Bruno Silva's, you know, 10 punch combo to the body, what might have been enough? I was, I still gave it to Sanchez, but I, I understand, yeah. I understand why Silva got that round. But it's all mute. It's all. It doesn't really matter because um, Sanchez got knocked out by Bruno Silva. So, yeah, I, I didn't, and I didn't really complain about that. The, the one fight that I did complain oh, there about was in a bad terms one. of the judging was Danny the Danny Roberts. Roberts fight. And I don't have, I don't have an issue with Danny Roberts winning the fight. It was close. I scored it for Ameev. Me too. But when they said 30-27, I was Ameev. like, okay, Ameev definitely won the fight. I scored a 30-27 I, I for Ameev. I thought he had all three rounds. Um, granted, the last, I think it was, I thought the, the last round I thought was the closest. Um, but I still gave all three rounds to Ameev. So I was shocked. But Yeah, I don't think, like, because I don't think Roberts, even though... Even though Bisbing was like, oh, my God, Roberts is landing 500 punches in a row. I didn't think he landed a whole bunch of them. I think he landed like a small percentage of them. So I, I definitely gave Roberts two. I thought Ameev did enough to win the third. Um, and I thought Ameev won the first. I, I thought that was clear. I thought that was the clearest round of the fight. But Yeah. Oh, the know? first was ridiculous. I think even they showed the stats. It was, yeah, it was, really, it was, it was like 20 strikes to five or something for Ameev. Um, looking at MMA decisions right now, and while no one scored it at thirty twenty seven like I did, about it looks about uh, about ten ten journalists had Ameev winning, and two of them had um, Roberts winning. So uh, okay. not not who are the who, who are the journalists that had Roberts winning? Uh, two weirdos from Sharedog dot com. <laughs> oh, okay, was Keith showing one of them? Yeah, no, Joe uh, Joe. I'm uh, sorry, Jay Petrie and uh, Tyler Treese. I know Jay. I don't know Tyler, and um, okay. everyone else in the. Uh, the mixed martial arts journalist world um, all had um, Eve winning 29-28. Uh, okay. All right. So uh, we'll, we'll wait on bonuses. I mean, we might just have to go to the peeps there. I mean, honestly. Yeah, let's just yeah, this, let's let's uh, <laughs> let's just, yeah, let's just I'm, go I'm to the the, <laughs> Jim. Mill- I mean, we can talk about Jim Miller for the next twenty minutes because that was ridiculous. Yeah. That was insane. That was a great fight. First of all. Like the first round was great between both those guys. And I thought I Eric thought, Gonzalez yeah. wobbled him, had him hurt. I, I thought, thought Gonzalez he was won the first him. round. I thought Gonzalez won yeah, the first I round too. too. I did too. But the momentum clearly is with Jim Miller because he was landing that left hand mm-hmm. over and over again. And then he wobbled Gonzalez mm-hmm. at the end of the first. And you just like, if you're, and then to do that, <laughs> you got to feel fair. Eric Gonzalez finally gets the UFC, fulfills his promise to get there three months before his 30th birthday. He's got all his family and friends out there. Like the, he got the biggest pop of the night. And then gets 
bolted by Jim Miller, which I mean, that's it, it's Jim freaking Miller. Jim freaking Miller. I think that was his first TKO stoppage since UFC two two hundred. Was that what it is? It's Taco against Taco Norigomi. If his first yeah. TKO. I mean, stoppage. that was a straight knockout. That yeah. was insane. Um, yeah, uh, I want to give Jim Miller a lot of credit, but man, that was by um, by Mister Gonzalez. Is that his name? Yeah, Eric yeah. Gonzalez. Oh man, I I, I felt like, I feel like Michael Bisping a bit. You could tell Michael Bisping, you know. You know, he wants to support the fighters, and during the whole main event, he's like, he kept apologizing. I'm not trying to disrespect Aspen Ladd, but what the heck is she doing, you know? And yeah. um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this about Eric Gonzalez. I know he's a very talented fighter, but that that weird crescent kick he threw with both hands down, and he falls right into range, it was just like, it was... I know there. It's desperate. It's it a was, desperation it, move. He's still hurt. I think. It made, yeah, he must have been. He had to be concussed coming out because that made zero sense. It was one of the probably the worst strategic kicks we've seen. And so I think I think it's, people compared it to the the Weidman spinning kick that that kind of turned the fight around when he fought Luke Rockhold. Or I, don't, I remember it was something weird. I remember Weidman did or that that spinning elbow that that Chell threw against Anderson Silva. Just these. Why did you do that? That just made zero sense. But. Um, credit to Jim Miller for knocking out Eric Gonzalez in an amazing, amazing punch. And um, Jim Miller, future UFC Hall of Famer who never got a, who never really sniffed a title shot. So, um, man, just um, just doing it, man. Good on Jim Miller, and hopefully he gets a new nickname because A10. I, I'm sorry, I got really caught up in the A10 nickname. That's a horrible <laughs> nickname. A10. What is that? I mean, I think yeah, of like, I'm sure it means something cool to him, but come on, no, man. I think of like the Atlantic 10, like collegiate basketball conference or collegiate sports conference. The the Atlantic 10. Yeah, the yeah, A10. yeah, yeah. Like, That's what like, I think of every time I hear it. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S., and visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Bay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Um, let me ask you about this before we go to the people, because this is probably the biggest storyline heading out of that main event. How Jim West and Jim West, listen, th- there's a relationship between Jim West being um, Aspen Lads. Um, and Aspen Lad. Yeah, uh, Jim Aspen Lad's head coach. Okay. Also, they're together. Yeah, they are they're, part, they're partners. Yeah, they are partners in life in this crazy thing called life. Uh, but as I mean, I'm sitting there. I was the live blogger for the main event, so my fingers weren't moving as fast as they normally would in a main event. But there's a lot of talk about Jim West and how his corner advice was. Because at first it was like, okay, you got to do more. You got to do more. Like, pick it up a little bit. Then the second round, it was like, all right, what do you – you got to pick it up a little bit. Third, yeah. After the third round, I was like, what are you doing out there? Like, what are you doing out there? Like, try to win the fight. Do something. And then the fourth, it got a little more uncomfortable. Fifth round, got a little more uncomfortable. Like, and our colleague Ariel Hawani 
just answered somebody's question. It, it was asked about if the corner was too harsh. And he said, and I kind of, there's, there's a fine line between tough love and being too harsh and being too harsh. At first it felt like the former, obviously he knows what she responds to best, but then it felt uncomfortable to watch too much. We didn't hear any technique being discussed or game plan, not ideal. So let me ask you, Casey, you've been around the sport a long time. You've heard many of corner say things to their fighters between rounds. What did you make of Jim West's, pump up conversations, things that he said. I mean, only, only they know their relationship and what she responds to more than any of us do, but you watching and listening to it. How did you feel about it? I felt Jim West. I felt there was something else going on in Aspen, Aspen lads life right now. I don't know. Maybe it was just me. My, I was looking too much into it, but I felt for the first time, I was going to see a fighter literally break down emotionally in a corner. I, I, I look like Aspen Lad. I, she knew she, she's 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 a fighter. She knows what's going on. She knew she wasn't like giving it all for some reason. And I felt like Jim West was like, okay, I if I go any harder on her, like like just like you got to freaking fight, you got to not. <laughs> Okay, real quick. He caught her. You got. You got to finish it. He got. He goes. You got to finish this broad. I love the fact that he caught Dermot abroad. I just. I just thought that was hilarious. But um, um, I think he just knew that there was something going on in Lad's head and yelling at her and just being super like, you know, I don't know uh, who, who's that coach. Was it Kraus? Kind of goes just balls the wall crazy sometimes on his fighters. That it just doesn't work with Lad and. He knows best. I mean, it was odd, but I, but I, I I'm not, I'm not gonna blame the coach. I, I, I have to blame Aspen Lad. I mean, Aspen Lad, she, I mean, for lack of a better word, she shit the bed tonight. That's all. I mean, shit yeah. the bed. Um, it was, it was disappointing. And, and just, I'm, I was so high on Aspen Lad coming into this, but of course, she has been out for two years. We don't knee, con, uh, total knee construction surgery. The uh, just the horrible weight cutting of two weeks ago. Maybe that did carry over here. Maybe it, no, no. She can. We only see her on that scale smiling for fifteen seconds, and we're judging everything by those fifteen seconds. She knows the cameras are going to be there. We don't know what's going on in Lad's personal life, how good or bad training camp was. If even that horrible weight cut she had two weeks ago carried over to tonight's fight, where she just couldn't perform. There's so many things we don't know, and unless Aspen Lad truly opens up in an interview and be, be, is 100% honest on what's going on in her head, we, we're just really speculating here. And um, But the Aspen Lad we saw tonight, that's not the Aspen Lad, Aspen Lad that got her to the dance. That was another woman, and I don't know what happened in the last two years, uh, but if that's who she is now, that's not good news for her career. As a professional fighter. Yeah, and you remember the Yana Kunitskaya fight? Because she was probably down yeah. two rounds in that fight, and Jim West like let her have it before that third round, and Lad went out there and beat yeah, her down and knocked her. Yeah. her. And, and, so, and, that was, I mean, and, and that was the same Jim West. So, I mean, he, I think and we were yeah. kind of expecting that, and he didn't give us that. And there had to be a reason for that. And, you know, I don't know. I think there's a, there's a lot of I don't knows, and I don't want to speculate too much. Um, just we're just speculating, really based on very little. Because Aspen Lad's a pretty private person, you know. She's she tells us she walks her dogs a lot, and she likes hiking. Outside of that, I really don't know very much about her. <laughs> yeah, 
I am trying. I am going to try to get her for a chat this week. We'll see what happens. Uh, had she won, I probably would have talked to her on Monday, but I still want to have that conversation with her, win or lose, just to get her take on everything. It was just, yeah, I mean, listen, we don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But that you want to give her crap. I mean, I mean, do, 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 athlete. Yeah. No, I, agree I, that, I get what you're saying. Yeah, do you agree yeah. that there was something it was there was something beyond just this who had the better skill set tonight in the cage? There, there was something else there that we just don't know. And Jermont through a lot. Yeah, yeah. She, she's exact, she has been through a lot. And even um, we, we even talked about very much there were like massive um, fires out in the woods um, in Northern California or Central California where um, Aspen Lad lives and trains. So she she I remember just a month ago she had to evacuate her home and there's, there's just a lot of things going on and but that's fighting you know that's that's the difference between you know the GSPs and whoever else you know. Those fighters, no matter what is going on in their life, they somehow show up on that Saturday night. Tonight, Lad didn't show up for who knows what reason. And credit yeah. for and credit to Dumont. Dumont, um, she did, and she did enough to win the fight. Smart game plan. She got it done. She yeah. went out there and won, and that's all that matters. So, uh, do a Bellator on. Nothing is happening. No surprise. Uh, they're still talking. They're still yeah. previewing the main event. So that's we're gonna be, it's probably gonna be like another TV. 15 it's TV. minutes. It's TV. It's TV. Yeah, come on. It's probably gonna be another fifteen minutes before yeah. we get rolling here. So all right, let's go to the peeps. Yeah, right. Their thoughts on this uh, star-studded <laughs> UFC Vegas forty event. Oh, sorry. Was, oh, the, oh, comment. The to <laughs> oh, oh, I had the wrong yeah. wrong one up there. Sorry. Oop, there we go. It's okay. Hey. Um. All right. Here we go. Thoughts on Manon Fioro. What's your hype level? Listen, I thought I thought she needed a fight like tonight. Like her going out there and bolting Myra Bueno Silva would have been great, would have boosted her stock, would have been huge. But her going out there and having a three-round fight, that's only good for her, right? Like for her development, for her growth, and to go three rounds and win that fight pretty easily. Like Silva's a tough opponent, definitely the toughest opponent she's faced in her career. I don't think it blew the doors off for you, Casey, just based on what I saw on Twitter, but I thought it was a, a, a fine performance. I thought she went out there and she won the fight and was it was a pretty convincing win. Yes, I agree. Uh, it was a fine performance by Manon Ferro, and she was the better fighter tonight. Um, and that's kind of about it. Uh, she, I, I, I kind of got, I mean, it's in a positive way, but Holly home vibes. She kind of kept throwing that one, two, three sidekick, one, two, three sidekick for the first two rounds at least. And then when she did take it to the, did she, was it Buena Silva that kind of initiated the clinch and then Faroe eventually, yeah. yeah. And then, so when, Inglewood. Okay. Inglewood. All right. Well, I'll keep going. Um, But basically, she, this was a great fight for her in in the in the in the long game. She needs three rounds these these against good competition. She fought controlled, never kind of never never fought never did something that she that was out of her skill set. And um, it was a solid win. Um, now that I come out going, oh, this is the woman that's going to challenge Valentina in two more fights. I don't think that I didn't see that at all. Um, I saw a top 10 125er potentially and um yeah. that's about it. Um I mean I still I still see like the Aaron Blanchfields, the Miranda Mavericks, the um 
Alexa Grosso is still right up there too. But there's nothing that I saw tonight where I could think, oh, man, and that's she is the person that's going to take down Valentina. I do think eventually they will match her up properly, and she will eventually fight for a title with probably within, let's call it, four or five fights. But um, right now, um, she just looks like a, a, a good contender. Yeah, I, th- I think she's right up there with the other, like the next generation of 25ers that need some, need some molding, need mm-hmm. some work. The Casey O'Neills, the, the Casey fighters O'Neils, you mentioned, yeah. Aaron, Aaron Blanchfield's going to fight Macy Barber. We'll see how she does with that. Uh, it's a little bit of a, st- that's a nice little step up for her. Um, yeah, and Miranda Maverick, who's coming off the controversial loss in, to, to Macy Barber. And yeah, I mean, 25 is really not that interesting at the top, like it, at the top of the title conversation right now, right? But mm-hmm. in the next year and a half, two years, it's going to get real interesting. Yeah. When, yeah. Once these women develop a little bit more. So yeah, um, Manon's going to have to move a little quicker. She's a little bit, she's a little, she's no, older no, than, I think no, she's no, in her 30s. Yeah, she's 31. And the other, other, the other ladies we mentioned are kind of in their mid to young 24. 20s. So, yeah. um, yeah, uh, um, I threw it out there. I think um, d- depending on her, how her camp feels, uh, I would love to see Manon versus someone like uh, if she wants a big jump in competition, someone like Cynthia Calvillo. Someone, someone just took a big, yeah, a big loss. A I mean, that's a big jump. Or I, I, I still, I still want to see Manon face like serious, a serious grappler. I mean, um, I don't want to do this to her because I feel bad. But like Manon versus someone like Roxy, you know? Yeah. You throw in there with, with, I mean, I I don't want to like waste a pro. I don't think you're wasting a prospect to 25, but her and Miranda Maverick would be interesting right now. Yeah. Because Miranda's got incredible wrestling and pretty good striking. So, but I don't know if you want to match those two up so quickly. Yeah. I I don't want to, I want to see that for selfish reasons, but I think for um, lining up future contenders, that probably probably isn't the best idea, which most likely means it will be the next fight. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll take we'll take some more questions. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Belter is what's uh, kick off, but sh- sh- me, uh, so what? I mean, uh, not lo- so lo- a lot of lot talk. of criticism for the main event. So I'm going to throw some some crit- yeah, criticism. Yeah, I mean, I get there. it. I get Tr- it. Trust me. Highest level MMA, the top promotion in the game. We get 25 minutes of Aspen Lad doing nothing against some lady I barely heard of. That was listen. It was not a it was not a great main event. Yeah, I mean the, the, the only the way it would have been worth yeah. it, the only way it would have like made waves at all is if if is if Aspen did what a lot of people thought she was going to do, go out there, take her down, and beat her up, and that just didn't happen tonight. So, and it was twenty five minutes. We saw about thirty seconds of that in the end of round four. We're like, okay, this is this is the Aspen lad we've heard about and we remember. And yeah, oh that fifth round, I forgot that fifth round was so infuriating when lad had that clinch. And she just wasn't just not being active enough. She threw one elbow, busted Dumont's face up, and that was kind of it. And like she, like the the whole time she she wasn't attacking the legs, wasn't kneeing the legs, wasn't doing anything. I was just like, it was it was it was it was up there. It was up there as one of the most more than more infuriating main events I've seen in a long while. Yeah. Um, Still waiting on bonuses. Yeah. Don't have those yet. We're gonna go at least till we get the bonuses. Yeah. Lad's coach infuriated me. It's okay to urge your fighter, but he didn't give her a single single technical advice. Even when lying against the fence in round five, he kept raising his hand in disdain. Again, I mean, we we, we broke this down probably as best as we could. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got bonuses. We got bonuses. Let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got. All performance bonuses. Miller. Landwire. Silva. 
and an ah. Yep. Ariana Carnalosi, no bonus. No bonus. That's why card placement matters. Fighters always say, I don't care if the first fight or the last fight. Nope. If you're higher on the card and you get an equal kind of knockout or submission, they always go to the higher ranked fight, the higher placed fighter. Yep. So, uh, yeah, someone has to lose out. Cool, cool. Uh, all right, okay. back to questions. Um, Henry Corrales getting tossed around right now. Oh, no. Uh, where do you guys <laughs> think Aspen goes from here at 135? Amanda survives Juliana Pena for a six-tile defense. Um, I think the Tate fight is still there, uh, especially since Tate is kind of – I mean, she wasn't going off on Aspen. She's going off on Jim West on Twitter. Both the coaching advice saying it was borderline abuse. Yeah, uh, that was yeah, my next question, go. but the pull up, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so, so what, what did Tate say? Uh, borderline abuse, a- abuse. Like Jim West is being mean to. I don't understand. I thought I thought we were I thought we were arguing that Jim West should have been harsher on Lad. Okay, so so Misha Tate's first tweet was, "This is abuse. What a douche!" Was the actual first tweet, and then she got a bunch of follow ups. Uh, one fan said, "I understand what you're saying, but he did the same thing last fight, and she knocked her opponent out. So I don't know." But I kind of agree he's way too aggressive. Misha's response was, she would have done that without him. It's who she is. He will take credit for her win, but never for her loss. Trust me, she can only take so much of this abuse before it breaks her spirit. Uh, Let's see. Then another person said it worked last fight. Her response was, you're joking me, right? Maybe the only reason she's even starting slow is because of him. She is a fighter, and there's only one thing holding her back. And then somebody else chimed in, uh, said he almost made her cry in between rounds. And Misha said, glad I'm not the only one to see it. So there you go. Yeah, I, I mean, I, Misha, has her, Misha, Misha has her opinions. Uh, I kind of I saw it the other way around. I, saw, I thought West was pulling back because I think he, I, my impression was that if West went harder, he would have actually made her cry <laughs> coming out for round five. And, um, that, and that's why I just... I don't know. I'm I'm kind of surprised Misha is going this route. Wasn't last week Misha just calling out Lad for like cheating on the scale or something? I was, I'm, or I don't know. Misha, has yeah, Misha, Misha doesn't like yeah, she, Lad. She, there's something going on there. Yeah, she she said something on her serious show that she was like, "Let me make things clear. I I don't hate Aspen Lad. She's responding to something and whatever." And then like her and Jim West went at it on Twitter, which I'm sure they'll probably do again later. So. Yeah. What else we got? What else we got? Uh, throw in your questions, kids. Uh, Dude, there is – I mean, listen, I know this is a UFC show. I'm watching this Bellator card like up on the screen here. There's a lot of people there. It's a good crowd in Phoenix tonight. Nice. Good, good for them. Good, good for them. Like almost – I mean, at least in the first level, I think like every seat's full, at least from what I see. So good for them. Good card. Uh, sh- ooh. Um, <laughs> uh, ooh. Uh, you know, oh, it, boy. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know what? This is this is actually interesting. I wasn't going to put this up, but I think there is some truth to this in the sense that Misha does have the experience of of being in a in a, a relationship with her coach for many years. So uh, this, I'm not, I'm yeah. not, I don't know anything about Jim West and Aspen Lads' relationship. But Me neither. Brian Carraway and Misha Tate. That is kind of publicly known that no, they did have a kind of a, a bad um, breakup, and Brian Carraway was her coach for years. So uh, maybe Misha, she maybe she sees something that we don't see because she has actually gone through this. So 
Yeah. That's about so the it. question is, uh, is Misha seeing herself in Aspen, ex-boyfriend Brian Caraway was doing the same thing for her. Yeah. I mean, could be, that's could be where she's seeing it from. Yeah. She's putting herself in her shoes. Let's talk about Jim Miller. Jim Miller should be hall of fame for his battle with Lyme disease alone. <laughs> well, he knocked that out and then he knocked out Eric Gonzalez tonight. I mean, if Jim, like, here's the thing. I picked Eric Gonzalez to win. I just thought, like, if he can get out of this first round, he'll win. But little did I know. And by the way, if Jim Miller's ever a two-to-one or more favorite in a fight ever again, I will never pick against him. That's it. I'm done. And, yeah, he should. I would like to see him get in the Hall of Fame while he's still a fighter. I think. <laughs> I mean, he's going he's gonna to keep going until UFC 300. He's going to try, which is, I think Brandon Fitzgerald said it would be, like, 2025 that's going to happen so that's they'll put him in his years uh, they'll put him so i think miller's 38 right now so it'll be 42 you know if with proper matchmaking for jim miller um that is a possibility (laughs) um i hope jim i hope jim miller doesn't i hope the ufc rather uh match makes his match makes him properly that's i yeah that's about it um are you doing on to the next for this card we are of course. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So, ooh, of so, course. so Jim Miller's next fight is gonna be kind of interesting. Oh yes. Yeah. Yep. We gotta look deep into that one because this this is a weird booking in the first place. Him versus Eric Gonzalez. That was just odd. But um, you know, hey, those odd the matchmakers knew something. They they get paid for something because I, that fight made no sense to me, and yet somehow we got probably the be- best knockout in the card. Yeah, it was it was the best. Fight. It was probably the best fight on the card too. Yeah. Um, oh. I said that I pick. I picked that after Miller beat Roosevelt Roberts. Just do that freaking fight again. Is Cowboy? I'm, fine, I'm totally fine with that fight. Is Cowboy even? Is he training right now? Is he in conversations? You know, yeah, I know he's not retired, but I just he's just been kind of radio side. I'm sure he's doing other you know, other outside business. He's doing ventures, movies or something. Movies and stuff. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I can see that. That's fine. That's that. That, that is a fine fight. All right. Uh, you want to do Jim Miller versus Tony Ferguson? I'm fine with that too. Yeah, do that. Yeah, that's yeah. a fine fight too. There you go. I don't think Lad can make 135 safely unless she makes some serious changes. What does she need to do to successfully stay at 145? I like. I don't think she has to do much. I don't think she has to do much. Honestly, like her her frame, her size, she was she was just as big as Norma. Yeah. Like she was. She's got the 45 frame. Even Norma said after the fight, like, I know she took the fight on short notice, but she even recommended that Aspen stay at 45. You're a 45er. Like, stay there. Don't hurt yourself. I mean, just put on some muscle, I guess, but not much. I mean, I, I feel like she's got a frame where she could fight at 45. It's just, you just got to pull the trigger. Yeah. Get loose in there. Um, we kind of talked about this earlier, but I think what, as far as Lad's success at 35 or 45, I think right now it is something that's going on outside of the cage, honestly. Um, in her personal life, Jim West, I don't know. I'm completely speculating. But um, Aspen yeah, Lad's I just think- head did not – Aspen Lad's mental – her head was not in the fight tonight. That, that's, I, I, that's, that's the only thing I will say. That, that was not – the best Aspen lad. We've, that was not the best Aspen lad that walked out into the cage tonight. Yeah. Listen, two-year layoff, horrible injury before a big fight with Juliana Pena, or uh, Sarah McMahon, excuse me. Um, 
and then makes the weight, gets ready to fight Macy Chiasson. Chiasson gets hurt, fights oh, yeah. off. They rebook it. She misses weight, fights off again. She's back two weeks later, up a weight class, in a main event. She's been through a lot. Yeah. Like, and, people, and that's the thing. It's tough. Like, this is sport. This is sports. And people have opinions. When you do something great, you're praised. When you do something bad, you get crapped on. It's just sports. But we also have to remember at times that these are human beings that go through human being things. And I feel like Aspen has gone through a lot. And I think maybe making that walk, it was just like, wow, I can't believe this is happening. And maybe just all those emotions, just it was like a volcano erupting all at once. And sometimes that happens. Yeah. And that's probably what happened to her tonight. Who knows? I mean, who knows what else is going on? But I mean, I just dealing with what she's been through like the past four months. I mean, it had to have been a lot. So. All right. Uh, take a few more questions. Um, is this true? Isn't it strange? No poster or promo video for Costa versus Vittori. Was there no poster? I thought I saw like, I don't know if I saw like a UFC, like North American poster. I think there's like a Brazilian poster made that I saw on like one of the UFC sites. I think Marcel Dorf might've posted it. So go, if you want to go through his Twitter, it might be there. Yeah, yo. Um, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. They were talking kinda, about it throughout that, the card. So that is kind of true. I mean, I'm looking at Tapology. They always have the fight poster, and it's just kind of generic. You know, the generic, uh, you know, fight announcement type of graphic. So, uh, yeah, that is that fight's next. Maybe week. they. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe they try to make a promo, and then those two guys just got so out of control <laughs> that they're just like, nope, <laughs> nope, can't do it. <laughs> Nope, we're not posting that. Yeah, <laughs> two guys um, lunatic. Yeah, so to answer your question, Yeo, uh, yes, it is strange. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Yeah, no promo footage, no poster, and um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe the UFC is going like, ah, we don't. People, people watch it regardless. Whatever. I don't know. I did. Um, All right, we got anything else? Yeah. Do 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 do. Uh, It's been a weird day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good job, Red Sox. Good job. Good job. What was the final oh, I score? Gonna win by, I see they're going to win by eight runs. It was nine to five. Nine to five? Yeah, okay. Nine, nine to five. five. But two grand, two grand slams early. It was just, it was over. Was it a grand slam? Right there in the, it was two grand slams? Two. They hit two. Oh, my yeah, JD goodness. hit one, and then Devers hit one. Back. They hit one in the first, hit one in the second, and then Kike hit another home run in the they, third of the fourth. They scored all their runs on home runs. Yep. Wow. Three home runs and scored all nine runs on home runs. All right. Pretty cool. Go ahead. They don't lose. They never lose two in a row in the playoffs. It's insane. They never lose two in a row in the playoffs. Uh, Yeah. um, Anything else you want to talk about in the card? Yeah. Um, Bruno Silva. Um, Oh, my God. Loopy looks so tiny in there against Carolina. And she almost Such won that fight. She almost, she almost kind of won that fight, but man, she's 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 a small she's a small straw weight, and yeah, the size was just too the, the too much. It was too much. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I saw a lot of people score that for Loopy. I just don't know how you can. No, 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 Loopy. No. I don't know how you can. I thought for sure we we're gonna get a split decision, but the ju- all three judges got it right. I thought I thought Carolina won. It was just too, she was just too big. Uh, you know, 
Luby worked her ass off in that first round to get that takedown and get the control and try to get that submission. And it's too bad because it's just one of those situations where it's like if the round, the first round was like five minutes and 15 seconds. Oh, Luby yeah, I forgot. Her. Yeah, I Luby forgot about that. Yeah. But hey, that's, yeah, but that's how it goes. Fights. That's fights. That's how we fight. Um, yeah, as, I mean, as far- I don't know if she does that again. I mean, no. who kn- who knows, man? Like everyone, I saw people on Twitter saying, and this is, and there's no harm in this. This is like an average thing you would say or normal thing you would say. Loopy's been active. Now she'll take the rest of the year off. She'll come back fresh at 115 in 2022. I will almost guarantee you, unless she broke a bone tonight and had a serious injury, which it didn't look like she did, she will fight again this year. Yeah. Guarantee it. She might fight again by November. Yeah. That's I'm how sh- this girl is wired. I'm sure if it's up to her, she will fight as soon as possible. Um, a lot of fighters want to fight way more than they actually get to fight, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's really the UFC's call. But um, uh, I think it was um, Angela Hill that put a, I think it was a, a, very, a, very, a very positive tweet about Loopy and um, what a gangster she yeah. is trying to go out there and, and, um, and do, something very, do something very, very, well, she, well, she already broke the record for just two fights in a, uh, a seven-day span, but... Um, she she came yeah you're right I, I I completely forgot she came within seconds of actually getting that victory and you know if she would get that victory it'd been an extra fifty k man but that's that's the sport <laughs> so close. okay so so this is what this is what her UFC career has looked like so far okay fights takes ma- makes her short notice debut on less than two weeks notice against Jessica Penne I thought she won that fight loses a controversial split decision it was it was very close then, it couldn't easily gone the loopy correct. Then, a month later, on less than a week's notice, she agreed to fight Sarah Alpar, not at 125, at 135. At 135, she's going to go up and fight Sarah Alpar. The fight was signed, sealed, and delivered. She had visa issues, so she couldn't fight. So they pulled the fight. Alpar didn't end up fighting. She ended up coming back a few months later, fought at 125, lost, and now she's out of the UFC. She is a gangster. Loopy is a gangster. She's going to go up two weight classes and fight Sarah Alpar a month after her UFC debut. It's just insane. She's just, she's, I've been following her for a while and she, that's how she is. She's just like, oh, I want to fight. And then someone will call her, but like, we have a card in 10 days. She's like, all right, I'll fight. She took the LFA title fight on like less than two weeks notice and won. She's, she's something else. She's yeah, something she, else. Yeah, she's a great personality, great fighter. Um, uh yeah i i mean i think <laughs> jessica penny had kind of the storyline going to that fight and i think you know people were kind of like you know were kind of like ah, it was a close fight you no know, oh was it was it was she the one that threw jessica penny that, the power bomb oh the power yeah, bomb ah, she's so when cool you power bomb somebody you win like it's yeah, yeah 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 that should have been a draw at least um yeah, yeah. um no lupe cannot fight at 125 at a high level um but uh 115 um can't wait to see her again and um yeah I uh, don't know who she fights next, but I'm looking forward to seeing her fight. Real quick, before we wrap this up, let's talk about Andre Arlovsky. <laughs> Co-main event. Hey, I thought that fight was going to suck. And you know what? It didn't suck that much. It was kind of it was kind of the, the classic heavyweight fight I love. Two gassed out, sweaty dudes just throwing <laughs> looping hooks in round three. Oh, dude. And the Chad Mishu special right oh, there. And the, oh, and I – because ESPN – 
freaking the app sucks and I can't rewind it like five seconds without going back 10 minutes on my on my player. It's just whatever. That's a whole other issue. But like when it was like the five second mark and the or 10 second mark and then, you know, the guy just did a little clapper. Both guys about five seconds. Instead of fighting, they both raise their hands and start walking around. Five seconds left. <laughs> I was like, God bless heavyweights. I love these guys. Andre freaking Arlovsky. So, a lot of people thought Carla, um, Felipe won too. Uh, I can't really yeah, remember. I, mean, I didn't really, I didn't it really is what care. It is. I just, yeah. Andre Arlovsky. Andre Arlovsky has won four out of five. The one loss is to Tom Aspinall, but he's won four out of five back to back co main events. Dude's yeah, uh, tearing it up. Yeah, MMA decisions, act, MMA decisions actually has a split between Arlovsky and Felipe winning the fight pretty much. But yeah. um, Arlovsky won. Someone had to win. And, um, man, I think uh, I saw a tweet uh, from Air uh, uh, Hawani when the UFC had re-signed. Uh, or actually in 2011, that was when Arlovsky got knocked out bad by um, Hareton, Sergei Hareton in Strike Force. And I just remember everyone saying, Andre's done, Andre's done, Andre's done. And I think at that point he had changed camps. He went to Jackson MMA. And um, I remember I talked to Greg, Greg Jackson a long, long time about Andre. And you know, everyone was like, oh, he just no chin. And Greg was like, it's not his chin. It's like, it's, 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 it's in here. He thinks he doesn't have a chin. And it was, it was, they had to rebuild him. Make him a different fighter. And Andre Olaski is a different fighter now than what he was when you think of like UFC 20 or whatever he was in before. And uh, he just fights like a veteran. He he knows what he is. He doesn't he doesn't try to overextend himself. And um, he is just fantastic fight night co-main event material for these outside these top 15 heavyweights. And um, he um, he's he um, he he's a good prize fighter. He knows he knows he knows how to work it. I'm sure he's the highest paid fighter on this card by far. Emmer Miller. Emmer Miller, yeah. So because um, now they get that they get the promotional compliance. Miller probably has more com- promotional. Well, both those guys probably make the the max in that sense, and Jim gets an extra fifty k as well. So I think Jim probably walks out with the most money. Oh yeah, maybe maybe if the fifty k, yeah. But um, overall, yeah. But just on just yeah. your, your show win, Andre. Um, yeah. Oh, I oh, I love Bisbing. <laughs> Bisbing asked Andre like. Oh, so what? Why do you do this? How? What motivates you? How? How are you still doing this for all these years? And Bisbee's expecting some, you know, Andre going to go. I'm a fighter. I, I, I do it for the fans. Andre just says, "I have a wife and two kids," and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> just, and anyone, anyone with a wife and kids, just nodded their head like, "Yep, yeah, I hear just, you, dude. Just, I'm with you." <laughs> Bisbee goes, "Okay, Andre Olaski, everybody." <laughs> <laughs> good night everybody good night <laughs> i have wife two that's kids yeah that's i mean that's it yeah he gets it he, he got gets it. it he gets it all right all right i think we have given this card uh all we can give it if we're being honest but uh for those watching live right now head wait, on wait, over to the crowd is win did he the fight just ended i don't know if uh oh, oh are people messing with me he's like crowd is my favorite my favorite fighter i it, was, it looks like a fun fight. I didn't watch much of it, but let me. Uh, I don't know if they. Yeah, people were saying came in. No, no decision has been made yet, from what I can tell. But he might have won. Uh, Maybe okay. it's uh, the popular pick. 
But uh, yeah, for those listening to the podcast right now, you're probably like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yes, it's already <laughs> over. But uh, but for, for those watching live right now, enjoy yeah. the rest of the Bellator card. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. AK and I will continue to talk about this card. We'll talk about where the notable names go from here. What's next for Norman Dumont? What's next for Andre Orlovsky? What's next for Jim freaking Miller? We'll find out tomorrow on On to the Next One. For Casey, for the silhouettes of AK, <laughs> I am Mike Heck. Good night, everybody. Thanks for watching. Happy birthday, Happy AK. Birthday. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S., and visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.